Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Alexa, play You Oughta Know by Alanis You, 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 you oughta know. Alexa, stop. Okay, um, (laughs) we have to stop playing that game because our actual Alexa um, got alerted. Oh, man, Alexa. Never mind, go away. (laughs) Um, Alexa, stop. Okay. Hey, guys, it's (laughs) Alex and Sarah. Hello. Guys, it's Paradise Week 3. I forget how exhausting Paradise is because it's like two full nights. Two full nights. I also like at this point don't think I like anybody except for baby Kendall. But (laughs) I actually don't know if I like anybody. I know. I told you this early on. I was like, no one means anything to me. I know. But it's like I feel like we we spent a lot of time deciphering like are there any moral choices in this at this point I feel like everybody is just mucking around in the mud yeah everyone's there for themselves which is fine it's paradise I'm like I we need a full episode of no Tia and Colton like a full episode of none of it I am so down for that it's like too just when I thought we were getting over it it's like now they have a date again I was like I'm gonna freak out which way is up which way is down I don't know how I feel about them either but we'll get into it why don't we start off with the Tia Chris Sar and Crystal of it all so Alex she did in fact cook the goose I know I was so worried last week but she did a really good job handling herself yeah Uh, I agree but I got she clearly doesn't care about him though so it was kind of coming from a place of just like annoyance rather than like love yeah I know (laughs) Which is I, fine. But no, but like I anytime because Chris R is so full of shit, anytime that you push back or like state the truth back at him, he just flails. Like the guy just is so uh, like um he's just such a douche. Yeah, I know. I I so Chris R did something during this conversation that I have had done to me twice. Wait, what? Oh, yes. I thought about you. I actually thought about this happened to me two times. You guys. Yes. Where a guy was like, I like you go on a date with me. And I was like, no, thank you. And they were like, why would you ever think I was asking you out? Are you insane? Why, how Why dare would I ever ask you? Out? How dare you flatter yourself at the mere? That's thought. exactly what Chris said. He was like, um, "I already removed myself from this triangle before this conversation even started. I don't care about you." And earlier on in the conversation, he was like, "I'm here for you." Why would you think any different? He's like, "Yeah, Tia, that was real." And then he's like, "What you're saying right now makes no sense." And she was like, "You make no sense." And he's like, "You're lying." I was like, that's not even a proper response. He was so gaslighty. But gentlemen, if you are going to mentally abuse uh, your wives, um, don't. (laughs) Yeah, uh, just please don't. And then Tia was like, I'm removing myself. And he goes, thank God. Like, shut. He 
up. I cannot with this guy. It, like, it's just so gross to watch. He's like the evil villain in like a teen movie. Yeah, but he's got like the smarts of a middle school boy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, well, for some reason, Crystal's still into him. I think Crystal's- And she's like crying. So uh, this is how I deciphered it. First of all, I think it's kind of cool that Crystal's friends with all the girls right now. Especially Bibiana because they were out for each other. Yeah. And Tia heard. Common enemies bring people together. Uh, uh, you're so it's literally the White Walkers. I almost said something so bad. Um, what? I, I, can't, I literally can't say it'll be incriminated forever. I'll tell you later. OK, tell me off mic. Um, but Chris R is. Bachelor in Paradise is White Walkers. Yeah. Like, this is how we get through this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a united front hating Chris R. And, you and know, Ari. Yeah. I, I mean, but, you know, at the end of the day, all men must die. So Yes, they must. I'm sure we will all go down in a fiery, fiery dragon <laughs> storm. Um, I think that Crystal is just wasted. Yeah, I think she's just drunk and like enjoying making out with guys and she's having fun yeah you do you like you can we can tell that she's way better than chris yeah she literally just sat there in the circle wide-eyed being like what's going on (laughs) she looked so fresh but then it comes back to the itm and you can tell that she's wasted and then when Chris got up, he's like, no, I'm just going to go get a drink. She took that as like a drunken rejection. She was rejection. like, why doesn't he even want to talk to me? <laughs> That's happened to me like at so many parties where it'd be like a guy would be like, um, he was just like, oh, I'm out of beer. I'll be right back. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> Wait, why though? Why though? That was like a very college like yeah. place for my head to it go. It was a real college moment for her, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I Crystal's great. I've always loved Crystal. Always been a fan. Uh, don't know why she's with Chris, but happy she's just doing her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also fun stray observation. Have you noticed that Kevin keeps trying to set Crystal up with people? Yeah, I know. And I actually kind of like it. I think it's sort of adorable, but I'm really confused by it. It's also like him and Bibiana have some great relationship now, too. And I'm like, you guys were like dating on Maybe, winter game is kevin like the good luck chuck is he somebody that you date before you meet the love of your life <gasps> the bad pancake okay that's like the theory the bad pancake theory okay. it's like your first, i didn't actually see good luck chuck so i don't really know i don't know about good luck chuck but i the bad it's like you it's like in every batch of making pancakes the first one's always bad so you need to go through that to get to the perfect one. Oh my gosh He's your bad pancake. That's so weird, though, because Kevin is one of the biggest catches in Paris. I know. He's like a gorgeous pancake. Yeah, I know. I know I called him a basic bro last week, but <laughs> I don't. I like him. Oh, I love him. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I feel really bad for him with Ashley I, what she did to him. I mean, I love Ashley I, and she should do whatever she wants. But, like, also, she cheated on him. Kind of. I, I mean, like, I, I don't feel bad for him because I think he ultimately is getting a better deal for right. him right I don't know that him and Ashley I were like the couple that was meant to be together through the end of time and she, I think he really just wanted to be a part of this nation so did she lose her virginity to him yes yeah no? definitely yeah I think so wow of course. that's amazing well I mean at least the illusion of she lost her virginity to him is there and I think that's all that was needed for Jared yeah that's true okay. but she definitely did okay so Tia runs and tells Colty boy, yeah. I love you. Okay. And then 
Colton's like, well, I'm still open to other relationships. <laughs> and then Jacqueline's like, cool. So Jacqueline comes in, who I loved from Ari's Love season. Jacqueline. Love Jacqueline. She's so smart. She's so funny. She, she was always way too good for him. Way too good. She reminds me so much of my friend Haley. So I just like am ultimately completely warmed and endeared to her. Um, so Jacqueline. So Colton's like, I am going to date other girls. And then Jacqueline is like, great. Do you want to go on a date with me? And he was like, oh, no. no. <laughs> this is like Nisha's one line of the episode. She was like, what is with this guy? I know. We do not see Nisha. I I uh, actively forget about Nisha. Actively forget about her. What? And seriously, though, what is with this guy? I mean, whatever. I get it. He just got out of a relationship. He's all over the place. Doesn't know which way's up, which way's down. Nobody knows what direction we're walking in. We are just a bunch of headless corpses. <laughs> What's that line from Freaky Friday when the guy's describing Hamlet? He's like, he doesn't know which way he's going or what's even going on. And he, the teacher's like, so you mean he's a man who can't make up his mind? mind. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Colton. <laughs> Colton's Hamlet. just your regular Hamlet. <laughs> Did about I, say, I may have said Hamilton. And if I said that, I apologize. Oh. I think that <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably watched the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, <laughs> version of Freaky Friday. And yeah, that's the one I'm exactly referring what to. You're talking to. Talking about in summation, Hamlet. Hamilton totally could make up his mind. I just want to make that clear. Okay, cool. <laughs> believed it yes okay um, anyway so Viviana is like for whatever reason become like paradise therapist and like well okay so here's the thing though so Viviana is the one that gives Colton his talking to but did you catch Tia told her she had to yeah which speaks to your theory that you think that Viviana kept Colton because Tia asked Tia her. asked him too because they were really good friends in on Ari's season. So that's clearly carried over. And then we see Tia be like, someone just needs to tell him he needs to make up his mind. And she was like, yeah, you need to tell him that. And Tia goes, no, it needs to be someone, an outside party. Like you need to tell him that. Sarah, I have heard She's so many friend. great conspiracy theories, <laughs> you know, um, JFK was assassinated by our own government. Um, the uh, first man on the moon was, was photoshopped. Made up by our own government. <laughs> 9-11. Own government. And then you're, call- you're coming <laughs> at me with this Tia. Tia planted the whole thing the whole time. You know what's so weird? I just have to say this. I said 9-11 and it is 9-11. I'm like kind of freaked oh out my with myself right now. Like I, was, I literally said 9-11. Then I looked at the clock and I was like. <gasps> I almost said make a wish. But that you say that 11-11, right? Yeah. Okay. 9-11 was the never horrific okay, guys, terrorist attack on the Let's country. move on. I didn't mean to take it to that place. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, I'm just like fairness, so freaked out with myself. You know, mom brought up 9-11 to me today too. Oh, is she okay? No, she was. Just, no, she's not. Okay. She's good. She was just like this day is. I'm sorry, mom. This day was is so beautiful. It almost reminds me of what the weather was like on 9/11. I was like, mom, that's a weird place for your brain to go. <laughs> that's she really just like, I scary. It was just such a beautiful day outside. <sighs> I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> um, if it makes you feel any better, where I was downtown, it was completely gray. Horrible weather this morning. Great. So. 
Anyway. Um, cool. <laughs> off of, uh, off of talk. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't, I'm so sorry. I don't even know. Okay. I, okay. We're done. We're done. Okay. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Okay. Viviana does this amazing pump up speech that was probably fruitless because Colton's not really even there for it. And she cries. Mm. She cries because she was like, I wish that somebody could love me as much as Tia loves you. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. It's upsetting. That's like one of those friends that's like, I'm like 80% happy for you, but like 20% jealous. <laughs> I said that to my friends the other day that bought a house. <laughs> oh, and then it's slowly the ratio. Just yeah, the ratio goes up. Itself yeah. Out. I'm weirded out by why Viviana would be jealous of them, though. It seems like just like the most toxic wave of energy. Not jealous of them, but just jealous of love. She just like doesn't have anything, which is like fine. She doesn't need anything. I mean, look at her. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, and she's hilarious. She's going to be the best mom someday. Yeah, I know. I can't wait for her to meet her guy. I feel like he's sort of like Kevin, but not exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I picking feel up like on he's a... kind of like Ari. <laughs> no way. Moway needs to be more masculine for bibs. More masculine for sure. For sure. Um, What did you think about Raven and Adam showing up during Colton and Tia's date? I was just kind of like, are these two really as close as they say? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's fine. There were so many cameos this episode that I was just kind of like, oh, of course they show up. Yeah. Um, I thought that Tia was handled herself well as a best friend though. Yeah. She's just like, he's saying all of this stuff to you. No, and you I mean, know that you it's mean a lot. Raven Raven. What, that's what I meant to say. Raven was a great friend to Tia in the sense that she was like, he says all this stuff to you. He's incredibly attractive, extremely charming, but his pattern is he goes after for the most, the most famous yeah. or popular girl. Yeah. It's, Honestly, it's like that. I said this before about like just on the being on this show in general, like the bachelor paradise, whatever. It's almost impossible. Like the reason it's such a leap of faith is not just because like you didn't know each other long or like whatever. It's because these people don't have the opportunity to practice what they preach. Like they don't even have the opportunity to do that because it's just the two of you. So like Mm -hmm. it's just it's they say all these things, but you really don't know if that's real until you see them live it. Like you are what mm-hmm. you put into the world, yeah. not what you say into the world. Yeah. So it, it's just hard. I mean, yeah, because Colton's looking really good right now. I'm even kind of like, wow, good for Colton. Like this seems like a really great place. There was a lot of drama, but whatever. They seem happy, but it's kind of like Raven's right. And it's kind of like, wow, it's, I fell into this pattern of like, paradise and him like being romantic on a beach and me falling for it that like it took someone like raven from the outside to be like no remember all the weird shit he's done yeah i don't think that at his core colton is a bad guy i I just think he's an incredibly confused guy he's so insecure he's so insecure and he has he doesn't know which way's up (laughs) what he's just kind of looking around (laughs) Who's he? What's he? <laughs> He's a guy who can't make up his, his mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was so freaky. I, I hope better for him and I hope that he does figure it out. I just don't think that Tia needs to be a casualty while he does. Like, I kind of wish that he, she 
had just sort of backed off when he was like, yeah, I'm not really sure if I'm into you. Yeah. And now then he called her his girlfriend and now everything's fine. It's like, God, I've been here a million times. It's like, wait, wait, weren't you just doing something bad? No, wait, I'm your girlfriend. Wait, I can't remember. Wait, what just happened? Why are we here? <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, you go from crying to your friend about how unhappy you are to them saying one nice thing. And then you're like, I'm happy now. I know. I've done that a million times. Oh, uh, it's the trajectory of being a person. <laughs> one time I was FaceTiming with a girlfriend and I was crying about a guy, like bawling. I even made her roommates come into the room to talk to me too. Yeah. And then he called me and I was like, oh, he's calling me. I'll call you back. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's always the case. It's the uh, minute that you're sobbing about something. <laughs> I am like recently single and I went over a friend's house and I was like w- upset that a guy hadn't texted me back. And I literally went over there yeah. to be upset. <laughs> and then I couldn't go in the house because at the time I had parked, he had texted me back. I was like, oh, oh shit. Crap. He's, he wants me to come over. I did the same exact <laughs> thing at work today. I was crying about like this one thing and I was like, why won't anyone fix it and then my manager was like no everything was already fixed yesterday and I was like oh okay <laughs> hey I've been easy breezy oh. this whole time I, that's when I turn into Chris R and that's when I'm like yeah no I've been cool about this like a long yeah, time ago no I knew you fixed it already Lenny that's why I'm crying oh my god I just said my manager's name <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> um, I'm so sorry Literally everything's fine. Clearly, yeah. No. <laughs> everything's good. anyway. We're just that Sarah's into the nine eleven issues. <laughs> so, uh, rule of threes: we're gonna have to screw up one more time. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I just did that. All right, whatever. It's fine. Okay, Don. <laughs> okay, so Jacqueline, Kenny, Annalise, and Bibbs. So Kenny is has become Bachelor in Paradise uh, when uh, Colton says no. Jacqueline takes him on a date and like, I feel like Kenny lost me a little bit on this date. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I like Jacqueline, but she's a little like weird, and I think and like she's really intelligent. She has this like crazy confidence. Like, yeah, that like, I think it's just like unmatchable so attractive. and I think guys get uh, are attracted by it and also get intimidated by it. Yeah. So I know that. So that like prompted Kenny to like trying to just start speaking Spanish. Yeah, it but was he, weird. He doesn't really do it that well. Um, And then Jacqueline's like, yeah, no, I'm not like really good at like languages or foreign languages. <laughs> like I lived in like Slovakia for a little bit and I like learned Czech or whatever. And like. Her beautiful sounding check matched with Kenny's like habla español. Hablas. It was just like a tougher look. Like that relationship was not gonna last past a night. Yeah. But they're both nice people. And they're, I hope that I literally I wrote down they are so nice. That is what I wrote down. They're both so nice. I hope that the food was so good. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see them eat it. So, I mean, it couldn't have been. It, I, 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 they were probably having more fun than I was having watching. That's them. true. That's true. That's true. Um, Annalise is thirsty AF to stay. Yeah, but she pulls it off. <laughs> I was kind of like, girl, nice work. The minute that she got into that 
wrestling costume. Well, she just like, I feel like her confidence came through a little bit. And I'm like, that's the most I've ever liked Annalise. One who's not just like so in her head and like afraid all the time. And that's kind of sweet. Maybe Kenny brings it out in her. I don't know that Kenny does. I just think that Annalise flourishes better in this kind of environment. I loved when she was talking to him uh-huh. and she's like, I just want this door to be open. And he goes, oh, let's open the door. And then he kisses her. I was like, that's the best yeah. line ever. That's the best thing I've ever heard on this show. Yeah. <laughs> best line ever used on this show. It's great because she has these moments where I'm just like, oh, you're so smart. Like the way that you talk about things is so smart. Um, and you are... <laughs> Um, but then she'll say stuff that's like dumb. Like, I bet Jordan and I are the best couple here. Yeah, she's like stupid sometimes. Well, I just say I don't know. I don't know if she's doing it. She's like, oh, I have to get the soundbite in case Jordan and I end up together. I don't really know what's going on. But when she stood up to Jordan and she was like, you can't ask a girl to, you can't demand a girl shut the f up. Um, yeah. I was like, damn, girl, you are cool like when you show up you're cool yeah i, I agree like i really like her and i like her and kenny and i'm kind of pumped that they're yeah. the ones still together i mean listen did i think that wrestling outfit was the thirstiest thing i've ever seen a human being do of course i did Yeah, but that's like kenny you know yeah. guys i'm gonna be really real with you there's a dog <laughs> yeah so there's a there's a we're recording if what, we're if we're um if we are a little like uh distracted sorry i do apologize this dog is a little bitey we have we have a um like a four to five month puppy that was found um, there's just like a lot happening in our lives right now like and <laughs> That's why we keep bringing up tragedies like 9-11. Hey, don't blame our 9-11 tragedies on this cute little puppy. He had nothing to do with that. Um, anyway, everything's fine. I agree. Really, really enjoying Annalise right now. Sure, it's a little thirsty, but like Kenny likes that stuff. Like Kenny's a romance guy and he likes to romance and he likes to be romanced. So like That's true. Like he kind of digs the cheese a little bit. Totally. Totally. And that's why sometimes you can look at Kenny and like roll your eyes. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but he's so sweet. And you like, know we what? know that he's well-intentioned. I'm having an epiphany about Kenny. I would rather a guy be that way than be arms crossed, clever, ironic about everything. Yeah. No, like somebody who's so detached from feeling like is so too cool for Nick school. Nick <laughs> Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in the vein of Nick. Like I, I'm just so over like people trying to be clever and cool. Like, I would rather, I would just rather somebody laugh if they thought something was funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah. No, they're good. I mean, I did really feel for Bibiana when she made this, like, last attempt. And he, like, kissed her. And it was kind of misleading. But. Yeah. But, like, Bibs wasn't into Kenny. No, like, she, she wasn't. She was just trying to stay. She so was she could meet stay. the next guy. Yeah. I, and we all wanted that for her. I yeah. Mean, and I think Kenny wanted that for her, too. You know, what would be like such a fun twist is if instead of The Bachelor, we just get Bachelorette season and it's just Bibiana. Like, what if it's. Oh, <laughs> what if it's. I'm sorry. I just Alex accidentally hit the dog. She was trying to throw something for it to eat. OK. So what if Bibiana like just. By the way, I did not hit the dog. No, 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 no. Sorry, that was misleading. Okay, I screwed up the third time. Okay, now we're done. Great. Okay, she great. was throwing dog toys. Okay, at this point, we're not going to bring up the dog anymore. Um, <laughs> that was our third time, guys. We're we're on track. What if Bibiana just became the Bachelorette, and we just didn't have to suffer through another season but of the Bachelor? But do you really think that she would be a Bachelorette? I think she would be an incredible oh, no, no, Bachelorette. No, no, no. Not my question. I think she would be an amazing Bachelorette. 
My question is, do you really think they'd make her The Bachelorette? Like, does she have enough backing? I think everybody loves Bibiana. Okay. I love her too. I love her. Um, we just we we got a we have two people coming in right now um, that are giving us the thumbs up. So that is our that's our proof, everybody. <laughs> Everyone loves bibs. <laughs> everybody loves bibs. That was the immediate feedback that we needed in order to. Move Sorry, on. we keep talking about our environment. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, so now let's move on to John, Caroline, and Jubilee. Um, okay. There's not a ton to say here, but. It's very obvious. Listen, we like Caroline a lot. And I think that he had a real sweet spot for her. John did. Mm -hmm. But it's very clear that him and Jubilee are like just so like they're just really connected. Well, their connection just goes so much deeper than anything that Caroline was bringing to the table. And not that I don't think that Caroline is capable of going deep. I just feel like this again, this environment is doesn't match well with her personality. Yeah. Like she could have, she can, I, she I'm sure kills it in any other Caroline context of a dating will world. find love. She needs to, what she needs to do is one of her friends has to set her up on a date. Wow. You're I, right. I think that she needs to be set up by somebody that like knows her trust. Like she trusts, like she needs to be set up by a friend. Yeah. But I would imagine that they would all have to meet in a group setting so that Caroline <gasps> wasn't group setting and not double date group group setting. setting so she could sort of ease her way into it play it cool like there's not a pressure to I know where at a cookout at a cookout okay she needs to meet somebody at a cookout because she looks good in rompers wow she looks amazing in rompers her body was made for that. I think she's truly one of the most beautiful women on this franchise yeah she is I, I yeah I've always loved her okay should we talk about the um Jordan Jenna David Benoit of it all yes obvious okay you kick us off Okay, so Benoit, as we all know from Winter Games, obviously, was engaged to Claire. And he was kind of an interesting character because he was almost, he almost like played the desperate card quite a bit in um, Winter Games, but ultimately was just like such a good guy and so sweet and so thoughtful that like everyone just kind of fell for him, Claire included. So they got engaged on like after the rose um, or like, I don't know, whatever the equivalent of AFR is for Winter Games and stuff like that. Um, so he comes on and he takes Jenna on a date. Now, Jordan is already like freaking out because <laughs> David gave Jenna a teddy bear. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't a bear. It was like a giant stuffed dog. And <laughs> I listen, I know what Jordan did was evil and ridiculous and crazy. Wait, what Jordan did? Okay, keep going. But when he ripped the dog from Jenna's hands, without saying a word and threw it into the ocean. I don't know that I've ever laughed quite that hard. <laughs> it was beautiful physical comedy and that matched with his floral. It was so vest. perfect. Part of me is like, I know he just did this for show and like, I respect him for that because it was perfect. And then he did such a baller move by just sitting next to her and not saying a word. Beautifully executed. The shot of Annalise getting the <laughs> trying to get the dog out of the ocean while uh, Jordan is like, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm not snapping. 
I'm great. Was one again, it just heightened so perfectly. It was a perfect comedic heightening. And just so, so impressed with Annalise talking Jordan down. Yeah. Just so, so impressed. That, We've talked about well, it. But. I, we didn't. He. He, free, he loses his mind. He completely lost his mind. And like what he did was funny. And he all of his. The dog was funny. The dog not was what he funny. said was funny. I know. The, exactly. So the, what he did was funny. So when they were laughing, like I kind of thought that Jordan was in on the joke. Me too. That I was like, I would have been so shocked if Jordan came at me with that kind of level of anger and aggression. It was crazy. And like, I do not blame Jenna for feeling scared like that to me mm-hmm. is a huge red flag yeah and we'll talk about this a little bit when we talk about joe leo slash kendall but because you decided that you liked a woman first does not mean that you have staken your claim on her like jenna is a person that ha- is full of free will and i was sort of pissed off when he was coming at it from that angle even though I thought he had every right to be mad at David because David's not doing no, it. Yeah, no, David's awful. Get, get David out of there. Why is well, he still there? I'm saying like his <laughs> anger was so misguided. Like you, you can be mad at David for tr- who's like clearly trying to F with you. But like you do not pin that level of anger yeah. onto other people. Yeah, I agree. And I thought that what Eric said was like really poignant when he was when he was telling him, he's like, you yelled at two women on a night when the, within the context of this show and the confines of this process had that have their agency taken away. Like they don't have the power tonight and you used your, you're in a position of power and you chose to use it um, problematically. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really beautiful, but even more beautiful was Jubilee being like, Hey guys, if this was somebody who mattered, maybe I'd give a fuck, but he doesn't. So I'm just going to go get another drink. I know it was awesome. I do have to say one more quote that was said by Crazy Jordan, though, earlier in the episode that uh, I actually thought was really beautiful, too. Okay. Even the nicest neighborhoods have speed bumps sometimes. Wow. That's like real. Wow. I know. I'm going to use that. Me I too. Actually- Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's so good. I know. But yeah, so Benoit takes Jenna on a date. So Alex, what do you think about Benoit? Cheesy, boring, don't like him. He's so boring. He took her to an Italian restaurant in Mexico. Did anyone else notice that? It literally was like pizza, pasta, Italiano. I was like, why? Um variation also the i'm i bet he had no choice in the matter but i'm benoit is somebody who's so interesting to me and it's really really fascinating watching the dynamics of dating basically play out this like microcosm that is the world of bachelor in paradise or like winter games which is how you mentioned we know him but like some people can make out once and then they're attached to those people forever. Whereas other people can kind of make out with a bunch of people and it's just like, I'm here having fun and I'm not attached. Like why would me kissing you make you think that I want more, something more? And Benoit was somebody who on winter games, like playfully kiss, kissed Claire and was like, we are to be married now. Well, and I feel like he carries that same level of intensity with him all the time. I actually found something very interesting because she's telling Benoit about how Jordan felt like he had claim over her. Mm-hmm. And Benoit goes, that's weird. 
And that's exactly what he did to that's Claire. That's exactly. He kissed her mm-hmm. and he was like, no, she's mine now. And he did, he did the exact same thing to her. Yep. I know. I clocked that exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, there, these are just, these dudes are just peeing everywhere, marking <laughs> their territory on poor, <laughs> on poor peeing Jenna. Peeing everywhere. Jenna had a really sweet moment with, I'm jumping ahead, but um, That's okay. just because we're talking about Jenna, I loved her moment with Leo when he was talking to her and he, she was talking about her tattoos that said more valuable than rubies. And she's just like, no, I just really learned how to love myself. I know. I really like Jenna. I'm proud yeah. of her. Um, I, what did you think of the end move with uh, Jordan writing I'm sorry in the sand? Listen. It's good to apologize when you've done something wrong. And he did do that. Yeah. Uh, he did that the night prior to. Yeah, to all the girls. Yes. And he came for it. And that is admirable. Yes. I would also still be hesitant if I was Jenna. 100%. When she said. And like, said, that's great. We can forgive Jordan. Mm-hmm. And like, of course we can. And we can know that like, you know, in his heart, he's like a genuine good guy. But like, he has a little bit of anger issues he needs to work through before he can be in a relationship. Totally. She said that there was like, she, I, I forget her exact words, but she said there was like a darkness behind his eyes or something when he was yelling at everybody. Again, we think Jenna, Jenna, there's a wise, a wise gal within that bubbly exterior that I don't understand. <laughs> a lot of these guys are a little like, macho or whatever or like think that they are like try to play into that I don't know like I don't know that I've ever been in a situation where there was like a man just yelling at a bunch of people that's not true I have been around that (laughs) great (laughs) but I mean like someone that I was like uh romantically involved with yeah you know that's that's, probably because you have better taste in men than that yeah it's terrifying I really don't know how I would be able to handle that um, one stray observation before we move into the Kendall, Joe and Leo, um, trailer, Benoit, Ke- Chris, um, not, excuse me, Kevin tries to again, set up Crystal with Benoit when he comes in because Kevin and Benoit are friends, friends from winter games, from winter games. Have you noticed this? Crystal has a new move. Something has replaced the baby voice. Do you know what it is? No. She wears a really skimpy bottom and makes sure that her butt. Oh yeah, is she up. always lays with her butt up. She lays with her butt up. Laying with her butt up is the new baby talk. Genius, voice. truthfully genius. I mean, if I had a, I mean, maybe I should try that. My butt's actually not that bad. Maybe you, I should start you know talking what? to boys butt up. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, Alex, why are you bending over? <laughs> I um noticed recently too my butt's getting better. Yeah. I was noticing I was like walking around the other day and I was like why is my underwear riding up my butt and this happened a few days in a row wow. and then I realized I've been doing all of these like kind of like I don't know pelvis push-up things in yoga and I was like oh, my butt's getting bigger in a great way. In a good way. In a way that you want it to be. Yeah, I was excited about oh that. Oh my gosh! So I and wa- then some like twenty-year-old tw- at work was like, "Why don't you just wear thongs all the time?" And I was like, "Because I can't. <laughs> I can just wear a thong everywhere I go." <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Some sex show? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, I didn't realize we were working at the porn shop. <laughs> Do you have to show your underwear when you work at the porn shop? Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure maybe porn shop people put their <laughs> jeans on one leg at a time. <laughs> uh, okay, so but everybody butts up. <laughs> butts up is the new tits out. <laughs> butts up for the boys. Butts up for, for the, the boys. boys. Sing it louder now. Butts, butts up for the boys. Butts up for the boys. Can't hear you. Butts up for the boys. Butts up for the boys. We used to sing that. But tits up for the boys in college before. I know I'm revealing too much. Today. Oh my gosh, Sarah, that is really, really. I mean, we put it like it was. No, this it's is not why... like we were actually doing it. It was just fun to sing, <laughs> and we'd be like, sing a lot. This is why the patriarchy exists. It was in my apartment with all girls. It was all girls. <laughs> oh my god! I hope that you do some self-reflecting tonight. I've revealed far too much about myself tonight. <laughs> I don't know what's gotten into me. I'm exhausted. Okay. <laughs> We're recording a little bit later, but you know what? I hope that makes for greater content. I don't know. I think I'm just really incriminating myself. No. You know okay. who is? Got Leo. <laughs> okay. I have very complicated feelings about this. What are yours? Um, okay, I'm- so Leo's in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> right. Great. Okay. Okay. I understand Joe being sad. He really, really, really likes this girl. I don't quite think Joe was like, I have claim over you. I didn't quite feel that as much. I think he was definitely making her feel bad, trying to make her feel bad about going on the date and doing something for her. But it wasn't so much of like, she's mine. It's more of the men that he surrounds himself with because it'll be like, he'll be sitting there talking to Chris R and Jordan and they'll be like, dude, you fucking saw our first dude. Like, dude. Yeah. And so, and I think that kind of like reinforces just like how he might be, even though his feelings are valid, I feel like he's allowing their faulty justification to like kind of fuel him up a little bit. No, totally. I I don't think Joe's bad. I agree. I I totally empathize with him. That would suck to watch the girl that you liked so much go on a date with another guy. Ugh. I think Leo is the epitome of telling you what you want to hear and acting a completely different way. Okay. No, Leo, Leo. Did I say Joe? No, I you meant said Leo. Leo. You yeah. said Leo. And we, you know, we haven't seen next week's episode, but we saw scenes from next week where he like for another man just freaking out at everybody. I, I don't know. I just like when he's talking, I just don't believe anything he says. And maybe it's because I know what's going on outside of paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, for those who don't know, he was accused of sexual harassment and Becca M posted a bunch of like their conversations on Instagram and now he's suing her and it's like this whole thing. It's a whole thing with Jean. I, I, I understand that like, it's really hard to view the story in a vacuum because we but do even know without it, like still just like when he t- I don't know that I quite get the Leo thing like all the other girls are like fawning over him remember when I called Leo a stallion yes <laughs> yes <laughs> or I, I said how he was not a stallion or something like that Chelsea called him a stallion Yeah, Chelsea called him one Chelsea whatever Chelsea's allowed she's a mom like she doesn't get out a lot she can call him and be into him and that's fine she deserves a hot makeout with a hot guy yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, and Leo's definitely hot. 
I just like it when he was talking to Kendall on their date. I was like, I just feel like you're saying all the lines. Like you're just saying everything girls want to hear. And that's like scary. Maybe. I don't know. Did you like him? I like what Kendall had. I liked Kendall's perspective. Yeah, on it. I love Kendall. I'm nothing wrong with Kendall. Like I. Okay. I get that there's something from her relationship with Joe. Her relationship with Joe is lacking something. Yeah. By her like, own admission. They're like a little awkward. And I think that it makes it kind of like flirty and fun. So even though she likes him, she's been playing out this dilemma in her head. Is Joe enough? Like, yeah. is this re- not is Joe enough? Is this relationship giving me what I need? Yes. And the one thing that's about Joe. Yes, he's earnest and sweet and all the wonderful things that he is. He's not somebody who easily opens up. And then she gets with to she starts hanging out with Leo and maybe yes he might be giving or telling her what she wants to hear but he's also like doing it through the lens of opening up like he's giving her this need so like yeah, I think true. Kendall's going about it really smartly she's just like it's not about what's better it's about what I need yeah I totally agree like she's really approaching it from like a very emotionally intelligent place. yeah like the what's the relationship she wants to be in and I totally understand that she, it's a very it's very all very Taylor Joe Nolan. really needs to open up if he wants to like keep things going yeah and I think that's to be seen and what's shitty about this environment for people who are naturally guarded or or for people who just don't want to give themselves away immediately is you are kind of forced to do it within a for within a forced time frame or or like an urgent time frame yeah oh well this was a whirlwind i mean the relationships just keep changing like they don't know which way is up (laughs) so you're saying this is a group of people (laughs) Who can't make up their minds. <laughs> but yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, well, I have had a blast tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. I want to apologize hey. to everyone here for most of the things that I said. <laughs> as long as you please accept our heartfelt apology. <laughs> I'm going to pull Jordan. And apologize to everyone and say I was in the wrong. Yeah, you were in the wrong. Yeah, I mean I don't. I really you were truly in the wrong. Was. I actually really like what you said. Um, <laughs> all three things. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back next Thursday. Can't wait for four. Leo to blow up. Can't wait for Leo to call Joe a grocery store bitch. <laughs> I've been waiting for it all season. all season. Also, just again one stray observation about the uh, the scenes from next week. He's like, have fun with grocery store bitch over there. And he basically says it to the group. And Joe's like, hey, man, why don't you say that to my face? And I was like, he, <laughs> he did say did. it. <laughs> he said it literally directly literally to, to your face. Ugh, Joe, your smile. You're so cute. I can't handle you. You could probably say whatever you'd want. And I'd be like, oh, you. I know, for real. You little cute little guy. Oh, well, till next time, guys. Love ya. Almost paradise. Alexa, play one hand in my pocket. I got one hand in my pocket and the other one's holding a peace sign. Peace out. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire.